on this episode of Why Watch That. Those two people riding together. I just need to know what's going on here. <laughs> I am still scared by Angelica Houston as a grown oh, man. Oh gosh. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm with you on that. And that's not even from that movie. <laughs> It's like I the Cedric to... entertainer, the entertainer <laughs> joke when he does the Teddy Pendergrass and he says, "Turn them off, Turn them off yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like this guy is creepy. Like, and obviously the character was yeah. a scam artist and you know all of that stuff. But well, you I... should see him in Fargo season two. That's all I gotta say. Oh, we did. <laughs> And he's theatrical in this, I would tell you that. Is he? It is a nasty piece of work. I'll put it that way. <laughs> there were only a few moments when I was like, get this little girl out of here. Oh my gosh, we're going to edit that. Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head to head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why Watch, Watch That. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and businesses well. You know, Critic, I got Ooh. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh-oh. in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk, and some real good food too. Mm-hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. Well, well, we've got a first look and a couple sneak peeks. Well, more than a couple, a handful of sneak peeks. (laughs) We're sneaking and we're looking. So there you have it with that. This is going to be a boom, boom, bang. Let's start jumping oh, right now a with boom, the witches. Bang. I like that. Yes. A why watch that first look? <laughs> this is the witches and this is on HBO Max. And, you know, obviously HBO Max is releasing it on their platform. But word on the street is that it has been released theatrically internationally. Hmm. Oh, so we're not getting it in the States because we're in our 18th wave, but I hear Europe as well is in its 55th wave of COVID. Yeah. But nonetheless, we won't digress. This comes to us from Robert Zemeckis, and he directed it. He also wrote it with Kenya Barris. What the fun? Uh, Guillermo <laughs> de Toro. What the heck? I- yeah. Just that combination alone, I'm just super confused by and the critics were as well. So there you go with that. Uh, starring is Anne Hathaway, Octavia, Octavia Spencer, Stanley Tucci, Chris Rock, some other people that are coming through. The uh, It all has the ingredients, but to me, uh, mm. those two people riding together. I just need to know what's going on here. <laughs> Well, 
Okay, so look, there was, of course, uh, the first movie made of this Roald Dahl uh, novel uh, in 1990, starring Angelica Houston as the witch, the head witch. right. That now Anne Hathaway is playing. And the story is the same. So we have um, a a young kid um, who uh, is orphaned. He lives with his grandmother, played by Octavia Spencer. Um, And so, okay. What happens is his grandmother wants to cheer him up. She tries various things. And one thing is, hey, let me take you to this wonderful hotel. And we can get away and have a good time. She has a connection at the hotel. So obviously, unlike the original film, this time they're black and it's a kind of a period piece thing. So, you know, that whole thing is in there. And Chris Rock, by the way, he's the voice of him. Older, he narrates this. Brilliant. Everybody hates Chris. So this happens. They end up at at this hotel. But before they've gotten there, his grandmother, she's been feeling kind of sick. Why? Okay. Okay. Now... When they get to the hotel, they happen to arrive at the same time as a convention of ladies. They come in and they are, you know, in the service of children. But you know who they really are. And you know this is a front for them Uh to actually take out all children. How? Right. And the head of these ladies, again, is Anne Hathaway playing the Grand High Witch. Now, what they want to do is with the kids at this hotel, do a little experiment. See whether their their little potion works or maybe it's Mm. something else. I won't tell you exactly how they depict it in this uh, version of the movie. So that's what's happening. Can they make it out? If so, in what form? Um, It's the same kind of thing that you saw from 1990 or if you read the book, the same kind of thing happening here. And Stanley Tucci, by the way, plays, you know, the, the manager of the hotel, of course. Yes. So... What I'll say is this. In 1990, Angelica Houston did one of the greatest performances as a witch that we'll ever see. Oh. If, if you have not seen it, <laughs> you can just go to YouTube and watch some of the clips. Okay? <laughs> just go to that. I mean, the whole thing. It's hilarious. It's frightening. Like, it, it, she was having a grand time, and it was just a great performance. So this is a lot to live up to. The magic of that is not here. The humor is not here. Um, I was not scared by it at all. I am still scared by Angelica Houston as a grown oh man. Gosh. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm with you on that. And that's not even from that movie. <laughs> so, you know, it, they really couldn't capture it. Anne Hathaway is doing her job. It's just no magic there. I think, Rap, that the best part was when they did the Chris Rock narration that had an idea to it that could distinguish this from 1990 in a way we're not, we we're not recalling that movie. Um, otherwise, it just pales in comparison. Um, so there you go with this. It's whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. you know you got Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, should he be directing? Is question. Uh, yeah, yeah. HBO um, gave us a sneak peek. Why watch that sneak peek? HBO TV, not the Max. And it's called Industry. And the first four episodes were made available for review. And so we took advantage of that. Now, this will air on November 9th. So as of taping, we're giving you a sneak peek. It's not on yet. I have to tell you, Industry is not the kind of show 
where you're going to go, I know all these people. I know who's doing this. I feel safe because I know what's going to happen here with all these people. You don't. Because quite frankly, you know, we don't. We don't know anyone just about. Unless you are really into reaching out beyond U.S. borders and just knowing you know, beyond that. So I'm going to completely not set you up and just leave it smack dab right on your lap raw. (laughs) Because again, these are people that aren't for us as, you know, viewers who are going to just go, Oh yeah, that's that Nicole Kidman or that's that, you know, Kirsten Dunst or what have you. Yeah. Um, Now probably the person that people will recognize the most is Ken Lung. Um, so when you see him, you'll know. But yeah, otherwise, like the ref is saying, you're not really going to know these people. Now, is that to this show's advantage? Because right. what it's about is there are recent graduates from college who are trying to get a position at a top London bank. So they are all in different parts of the bank and they have to get um, one of the senior people at the bank to vouch for them to be able to stay on after this trial period. Now, I talked a bit about this ref uh, during the AFI Fest because that's where I saw this. Yeah. So, okay. Now, we have different characters, different personalities, one of whom is an American, Harper, and she has come to this bank under mysterious and maybe uh, fraudulent circumstances. You'll see oh, that is when you watch it. Now, is she up to snuff? Or not, or is she just bluffing her way through? Or all she's of this? snuffing. <laughs> well, maybe she is. <laughs> now, there's also one of the characters who takes it very seriously, so seriously he doesn't leave to go home. Okay. What comes of him? Now, the other person that he works with, they're both vying for this position. He's the one who leaves, he's going home. But does he have uh, some other things happening because he's in a relationship with someone at the bank that might lead to good things for him or maybe not because this relationship is not out in the open why not why why and now there's why? another person who is of means so what's she doing here what's her incentive and so on and so forth so it's like this it's like a British blend of billions and the girlfriend experience yeah okay so how is that? Because there is a lot of frank sexual stuff going on here. I'll put it that way. You know, these are high octane people. Everything's high octane. All right. But it lacks focus through the first four episodes. Because my question is, Ref, who are these people exactly? It was just hard for me to pin them down. I mean, they could do anything, turn any, into anything at any moment without any rhyme or reason and this whole you know let's get ahead at any cost it just didn't work as enough of an explanation but i will say when it's level-headed and focused uh especially focused on them at work trying to get ahead there is some clarity when it's trying to be risque though it's unnecessarily forced overall it's fine but mostly disposable again through the first half of this first season let him go I'm talking about we're moving on to the movie sneak peek. And it's like I the Cedric to... Entertainer, the Entertainer joke when he does the Teddy Pendergrass and he says, "Turn them off, Turn them off again." <laughs> Why? Well, I, I have you have to say, "Let him go" like that because if you've seen the trailer, oh, 
I mean, come on. There's some situations happening. We got a chance to see a sneak peek. Ooh, I love a sneak peek movie. Do you know how much I love sneak peek movies? Because we do a lot of sneak peek TV. Mm. And we used to do a lot of sneak peek movies. But now we're doing a lot of sneak peek movies. Let them go. Which comes out in theaters November 6th. Now, the question is, do we really want to venture out and see this? I say, well, let's see who's what's going on here. This is directed and written by... It looks like Thomas Bazooka. If that is his name, what a great last name. <laughs> he wrote it based on Larry Watson's novel, but the cast alone makes you go, oh, mm, okay, what's going on here? Diane Lane and Kevin Costner are back reunited from their Man of Steel days. They played husband and wife, and they play husband and wife again. Leslie Manville is showing up with her hands, laying hands on folks. Mm. Um, or somebody's laying hands on folks, along mm. with um, Kaylee Carter. Now, Jeffrey Donovan is in it, the guy from Burn Notice. And I have to tell you, he always creeps me out. I'm sure he's a very, very sweet young man who is, you know, lovely human being. But every time I see him on the screen, I'm just like, don't trust you moving to the other side of the alley. Um, <laughs> I forgot and- he was from Burn Notice. He was from, when I first saw, wait a minute, when I first saw Bird Notice, I thought, ew, like, this guy is creepy, like, and obviously the character was a scam artist and, you know, all of that stuff, but. Well, you should see him in Fargo season two, that's all I gotta say. Oh, we did (laughs) Our conversations are full circle with Fargo, I don't know why. Moving on, um, and there's some other sneaky, weird people. Now, listen, let me tell you something. I mm. saw the trailer of this because, you know, they're showing it all over the place. I mean, these people are crazy. Hitting folks, slapping people. I tell you what, if you come up and slap me, you better get ready for the wrath of my back slap. Mm. But, we'll, you know, obviously, Diane Lane and Kevin, Diane Lane has a hunch about her child being in an abusive relationship and the question is what's going on here let him go <laughs> um okay so diane lane and kevin costner are a married couple margaret and george blackledge and george is a former sheriff um they are living on a ranch they have their grown son he's married with a young child a baby uh, a tragedy strikes this young son of theirs dies and so you know now his widow was there with the baby with the child now what does she need to do she needs to get married again okay oh so this this is not right now you got to think you know kind of western that kind of feel yeah now who does she marry That's what does she marry that's the mm-hmm. question well she marries donnie wee boy okay and uh, Margaret and George are there at the wedding, but Donnie's family is not, uh. just them. And so their uh, daughter-in-law moves out. She goes to live, of course, with Donnie and her child, uh, but they're close to Margaret and George, so they visit every now and then. But one day they leave without giving them notice. Why? Why? They go, a neighbor tells them, and, and this was a very interesting neighbor. It's not... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this woman's kind of like, what? Okay, well, look, this is all I know. Okay, bye. So she tells them, look, I think that they went to go stay with his family. You know, they just up and left in the middle of the night. Uh-oh. Now, they don't know where this is. So Margaret and George 
they decide to go find them, but why? Why is this so urgent? Well, it's because Margaret saw Donnie and her uh, you know, ex-daughter-in-law and her grandchild in a situation. Okay, I'll put it that way. The grandchild is a toddler and it was abusive. Yes. So she is like, I don't feel that this is good. My grandbaby is not safe. Now, for George, he's kind of like, think of the title. Yeah. Think of that title. I don't know that we need to be doing this. At some point, you're going to have to go to that. Let him go. Yeah. (laughs) But he loves his wife. He goes with her. And what they get into, you will not believe. The matriarch of this wee boy family is played by Leslie Manville. Of course it is. What kind of mama is she? We know. Okay. What happens when they meet up the first time? Okay, how do they actually find her? I mean, it's almost like um, in the Wiz Eveline, when it's like, you know, they'll come to you. <laughs> okay, you just <laughs> go down here and she'll find you. It's that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So in the end of all of this, what is actually going to happen to this kid, this grandbaby? Who is he going to be with? Who's going to be left standing? Because it really is a Western of sorts. And who do they meet along the way as well? And... For their daughter-in-law, the widow, who is she aligned with? That's the question. Um, What I'll say is this, Ref. I was thoroughly entertained. Oh. I watched it riveted, even in the slow (laughs) moments. But see, I like (laughs) Westerns too. I do like Westerns. I was watching it going, what is gonna happen here? Cause some of these moments you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Leslie Manville, you'll see one scene where she's like, was it like that? Was it like that? Well, I mean, this is like, well, and she has a Southern drawl. I mean, so if you like Westerns and you want to be entertained by them and you want some shocks that happen, then this is the movie for you. I will say that the two major moments when they really go there, one of the moments threatened to go too far. Oh. Went right to the edge. And the other one went just over the edge. I was like, oh, we, we, we did go too far here. But outside oh. of that, I was entertained. Um, and look, you have Kevin Costner, Diane Lane, Leslie Manville, Jeffrey Donovan. Jeffrey Donovan is uh, Donnie's brother. Uh, like this. Oh, Lord. I can't even. Okay. So you walk into this family. They don't <laughs> fight fair. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and literally. 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 Well, are we venturing out is the question. Um, that, uh, again, if you if you want kind of crazy Western moment where you're pretty much in good hands, except for those two moments I talked about. But even there, you, you I mean, you're not going to look away. <laughs> you're going to be looking at the screen. So if that's what you want to have, then fine. Could you wait for this? Of course you can wait for this to be available uh, in your home. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jungle Land, you got to see a sneak peek of that which comes to us um, in select theaters on November 6th. And it's, you know, obviously you can venture out if you want to do that, but it's also coming to our homes November 10th on digital and video on demand. It comes to us from Max Winkler, the director. The writers... uh, I always get, ner- you know, I really do, critic. I when I whenever I see a bunch of writers, I think Ooh. Theodore Bressman, along with David Branson Smith and Ma- and Max himself, wrote this. But the cast, 
has some familiar folks that we um, have personally dealt with, as well as people we just absolutely love. Now, I, I'm going to say some of the cast, but I'm really building to this particular person coming up. So we'll just get it out of the way. Charlie Hunnan. Hunnan is back. Uh, wasn't he on uh, Sons of Anarchy? I think that was the guy. Um, That's right. Jonathan Majors! Lovecraft Country! <laughs> uh, along with The Last Black Man in San Francisco! Oh, yeah. He's really coming to us. Um, you know, Jessica Barden. The Five Bloods. Uh, the Five Bloods. Oh, okay, yes, that's right. John Cullum! The great theater great John Cullum! And he's theatrical in this, I'm gonna tell you that. Is he? I tell you, I'm just like, John Cullum, you keep on dicking. You, um, wait till you I see this. Like, he was alive. I was just so happy. Oh my goodness. To see John Cullum. It is a nasty <laughs> piece of work. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I love John Cullum. Jack, o- Jack O'Connell, along with other people that you're going to talk about, yeah. are in this. Now, quite frankly, I have seen a little bit of the um, trailer to this. So, you know, we've got obviously Charlie and Jack kind of giving us the front line of this and I think just on the surface if they're brothers that's perfect yes I I would totally cast them that way it's just perfect it is Um, and uh, Charlie plays the older brother Stanley Um, Jack plays the younger brother Lion Um, Lion is a great fighter Mm. okay great Um, But his brother Stanley is the one who's supposed to be taking care of him, managing him. And Stanley has a problem with the gambling and other things. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. So this is maybe the reason why Lion hasn't achieved the success that he should have. But there is a plan in place for Stanley to finally get Lion into the right kind of fight that'll make him a star. And this goes through Jonathan Major's character, Pepper. Okay. Jonathan Major's character is the one... Stanley owes money to. No. So Jonathan Majors isn't playing the good guy. (laughs) Okay. Got it. And what he does is says, okay, because he allows Stanley to do one more bet. And of course, it doesn't turn out the way Stanley thinks it should. Mm. Now, why? You'll see why. So because of this, he goes, okay, you know what? I'll let you pay off your debt this way. You got to take this person, played by Jessica Barton, Sky all the way across the country, okay? Mm. You gotta take her across the country and then to Nevada, and then you can go on to San Francisco and be in this fight. It'll all be set up. Why? Why does she need to be transported? Can't she just go there on her own? What's happening? Is this all a setup? Huh. So as they go across the country, because they're coming from like the Boston area, going all the way across the country, what happens between these two brothers? And what role does Sky play? Now, she's being transported. Does she want to be transported? What does she think of the two brothers? Is she going to form a, a, is she going to be like a wedge between the two of them? Whose side does she take if she takes the side? And of, of course, what kind of troubles do they encounter as they go across the country? Because there are things they don't know about what they're doing that have put them in hot water. They know they're in hot water eventually, but they don't know how deep and how hot that water really is. Uh-huh. So as they go across the country, they're really hashing things out as they are in danger. 
Um, what I'll say as a review is you, like these boxing movies, when you think of them, you think of maybe the fighter comes to mind. Um, that's the first one that came to mind. Right. Yeah. 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 But anytime you have older brother, younger brother, one supposed to be taking care of the other, even like Rain Man, these kinds of things come to mind. Um, the thing about this movie that I think is its selling point is Max as co-writer and director. He has a very gentle touch on some very rough stuff. Okay. So it's very gentle. It's more like, uh, you know, an indie drama when you're watching it. So that kind of tension was interesting. However, if you're going to do that and we get to this major moment, John Cullum, I didn't tell you what character he plays. I'm not going to. Uh-oh. Okay. His name is Colonel Yates. That don't tell you. (laughs) Okay. Uh but he is connected to all of this. They're going to him. When you see it, like the build, because of the gentleness, once we get there, it just doesn't quite land. Yeah. When we really get the uh moments. Um, but I think that the acting was good. The script could have been better. Like you were saying, we have three writers. Yeah. Get it together. But I do want to see what Max is going to do next. And just so you know, and we'll move on to the next movie. Max is the son of Henry Winkler. Yes, you know what? That's such a distinct name. I had a feeling you were going to say that, if not the uncle or, you know, a nephew, excuse me. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the last sneak peek that you got a chance. You were sneaking around, you little sneaky thing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Proxima, um, which is coming to us video on demand on November 6th. So there you go with that. You don't have to venture out to see this if you do not want to. I mean, I don't know where you're going to go. I guess you could go outside and watch it on your phone. But um, it is directed by Alice Winokur. She also wrote it in collaboration with Jean-Stéphane Brown. Um, and the cast are some of the weirdest... <laughs> just, just every time I see Ava Green is you know, headlining this as, as this astronaut lady. And um, she just, I think, a penny drop. I do think I go dark when I look at Miss Green. I just go real dark. Yes. But Matt Dillon is there to save the day, but he's also dark. So, you know, I, I just don't know what's going <laughs> on with this cast. Like, I feel like, um, There are other people, obviously, who are in it that you're going to, you know, highlight. But this is mainly um, the type of cast that, you know, we have a lot of people from across the pond, um, more than the pond, but um, in this. So tell us about this. I, you know, immediately I thought of Away on Netflix with Hilary Swank, but yes. I could be off on that. You are not. Um, so what's happening is uh, Ava is playing Sarah, who's an astronaut. Um, now, this is in France. So they're speaking in French. And in some other languages, you know, you get some English. So just know that. It was nice to see Ava play a French character, you know. Yeah, yeah. We see her a lot not doing that. And I forgot that she was French. Like, it's been so long. You know, it's really, you do forget. You do, you're right. Yeah, so it was just nice to hear her speak French. Um, So she's an astronaut. She gets this last minute assignment to go on a very important mission. Yeah, she's going into space, my friends. But she has a young daughter that she has to leave behind. And this daughter, she's very close to. They're very close. Uh, So she has to leave the daughter in the care of her ex-husband. Now, the ex-husband also works with the space agency. So he's kind of like, I I have things to do. (laughs) But, you know, this is important. 
he's got to take care of his daughter. So what we see is uh, essentially um, Sarah is training, of course, to go on this mission. Is she prepared for it? She's a great engineer, but Matt Dillon is there. He's the senior astronaut, Mike. He's looking at her going, I don't know. I don't know about her. Okay. This literally sounds like a way. It literally sounds like it. Like, okay, keep going. Yes. So he's kind of like, you know, you're doing too much in training. You should do less. What does she say in response? What does he do in response? Uh-oh. Why does he think that she can't handle it? Mm. Mm-hmm. So you have that dynamic as well. So she's trying to maintain her connection with her daughter because this is going to be the first mission that will lose sight of Earth completely. She's going away for a year. Oh, boy. So she's trying to, as she's training, maintain this connection with her daughter, assure her daughter (laughs) that everything will be fine, while she's also dealing with some of the people who are fellow astronauts. Um, So how is this all going to turn out in the end? What I'll say is a review is, I mean, Ava Green knows how to act. So, you know, she's always interesting to watch. Um, This isn't a big thing about space exploration. You do get some of the training for astronauts. So if you like that kind of thing, even the right stuff is right now on Disney Plus, we see some of that stuff here. You were talking about a way, of course, there are obvious parallels. Um, So we see some of that, but it really is focused on her connection with her daughter. Um, And when it comes to that, I always have a problem with anybody. I don't care their age. I don't care their relationship. When they are nagging people who are going to work, it drives me crazy. (laughs) But I will tell you, I wasn't driven that crazy here. I think most of it was well balanced. There were only a few moments when I was like, get this little girl out of here. Oh my gosh, we're going to edit that. Look, no, I told you, look, I told you, I don't care. Wife, husband, cousin, you know, second cousin, (laughs) once removed. If you are getting in the way of people's jobs, it just drives me crazy. But I think that Ava and the daughter, them together, a lot of those moments work really well. Matt Dillon does a great job of playing a guy who's like, this is a jerk. But yes, but does he have a point? Is he a jerk with a point? See, that's the question. Mm. So all of that was good. I think as a drama, it works. It does work. Is it perfect? No. Uh, Could it have a a bigger build to the end? Yes. Um, But if you want to see a dramatic version of this kind of thing, where you're, again, watching, uh, uh, you know, an astronaut who's trying to maintain connections at home and prepare to go to space, then this will work for you in comparison to a way much better when it comes to dealing with the family stuff. Yeah. Thank God. Well, there you have it. Those are the sneak peeks. We've got a couple TV sneak peeks. And then, of course, the last three movie sneak peeks. Uh, you know, first look that was somewhere in there. You can check all this stuff out. Now, again, we have to caution you. If you're going to venture out and go into the theater, we have given you our opinion that, you know, maybe this could wait or maybe you should go. But at the end of the day, I think that you've got enough options to curl up at home. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.